I was young, I would look in the mirror Didn't know it then, but now it couldn't be clearer I remember being filled with such wonder Before learning that the world can be harsher Actually, 
um, a retreat that focused focused in on branding. And when one of the things that the people shared with me about branding was that branding had a lot to do with, you know, what it is that, you know, who it is that you are, what it is that you emote, and what it is that you emote from people whenever you are around them. And I did not have a clear idea of what that was. But when I walked away from the retreat, what the people shared with me was that I had calm, you know, a calm and sort of tranquil energy. And that there are a lot of people who felt that they could benefit from that calm and tranquilness. Now, it never occurred to me that this was a thing that people were interested in, but apparently there there is. And so I am relaunching with the brand under Power of Tranquility. So today what we are going to talk about is, you now what is it that is required to stay calm and stay at ease? And I will say that For anyone who is looking to make a change from being a person who is highly triggered and who reacts to everything and sees everything as something that is happening to them, um, I would say that one of the first things that a person needs to do really is to meditate. And the reason for this is because meditation allows you to get under the hood of what is really going on with you and helps you to be in a place of discovering more about yourself. And also, it it provides you the opportunity to just simply to be calm in and of itself because of the very nature of the practice. Now, what that may look like, you know, I would say that any activity, when I talk about meditation, I don't feel that people really need to be limited to, you know, sitting, you know, in the style, you know, the cross-legged style of the Buddha and and do that. I don't, I'm not necessarily of that particular mindset, but I feel that people who probably are in a space where they are more in alignment with, you know, being active, I would say that um, a walking meditation or even running gets people into an altered state, but that your focus you know, during that that walk or that meditation or that run is about remaining calm, remaining centered, getting into the, of who you are in order to bring forth that calm. Now, what I will say is that I have observed that there are people who you know, simply because of their choices, because of 
uh, I sort of, I would say, in addiction to chaos, that that they bring that in, that they don't feel alive unless they have conflict going on. And that's something that, you know, you need to be mindful of um, when you're dealing with other people and um, even with yourself and understanding who you are. And because if you are a person who operates in that space of chaos and feeling that um, that there's only one way to, you know, to experience life, to be in a place where you're feeling alive, um, you may need to look at that and see if if you feel that you are one of those type of people. I know, recall, like, um, several years back when I was getting to know one of my former business partners, and the I know that spirit had essentially put us together in terms of and, and put that relationship together in terms of the business partnership. And when we were in our sort of getting to know each other phase, he says, you know, you're not bringing any energy. You're not bringing any fire. <laughs> now, mind you, um, the, the thing is, is that the type of you know, conflict or energy that he was expecting. Well, I don't, I don't have that. And the thing is, is that in order for, for him to be sort of an observation of himself, uh, that type of person would not help him to get to an elevated level. And so, you know, it just yeah, I'm I'm just putting that out there as as a thing. Um, but understand understand that being in a place of of being calm and being centered and grounded, that has a lot to do with really really understanding yourself, constantly being in a state of self reflection. Uh, especially if things have gone awry in your day. And mind you, even if you are in a place where you are grounded spiritually, things will come up. It's just that a person that is grounded, who probably has a spiritual practice that incorporates meditation, they are able to deal with the challenges that come up in their lives with greater ease. But it does not mean that all of a sudden there is no conflict, that there is nothing, you know, that you, that there isn't stuff that just comes up. But the the power is in how you deal with those transitions and those challenges that come up. And oftentimes, one of the things that people who actually practice metaphysics will say to you is that all of the things that come towards you on some level, even though it may not be clear to you, that you you manifested that in some way. And so and, and, and I'm going to say that quite possibly it manifested in the deep recesses of your subconscious mind 
that that uh that has like that that part of you that you have not dealt with and it has those things come up so that you could deal with them in your present in your you know and deal with them in your present so that you can be in a place of overcoming whatever it is that comes up it happens <laughs> it happens you know, periodically over time, and then you will have to ask yourself, what is this situation trying to tell me? So I am going to share a little um, an experience that I had recently. And again, it was a challenge that, um, that I had. And, you know, and this was how I dealt with it. So what has happened is uh, in the month of February, I started doing um, a liquid and raw food fast. And, you know, the, the thing is, is that my body was, I, you know, actually that particular practice I had gotten a download from spirit telling me, hey, you know, do this 90-day fast. We'll do a 90-day liquid fast. And then I happened to have a person who said, oh, I'll join in with you, you know. And so I had uh, a buddy who, um, an accountability partner who joined me in that process. And everything was going calmly and swimmingly, um, you know, um, in late, well, you know, I think I, I decided in February, but I don't think I actually implemented it. Uh, yeah, it, I, I implemented it in like mid-February. So I get to this point and, you know, everything was going along fine. I have, I had dropped uh, a lot of weight relatively quickly um, because my body was really, for the most part, going through a detox, a detoxing process. But early in the, you know, in the month of April, even a little bit prior to that, I heard the divine say to me, hey, Arlene, you know, you need to incorporate exercise in this. You know, you're at a point now where you're moving with more grace and ease and you need to implement physical activity. And I will acknowledge that I was not necessarily moving. (laughs) I was not necessarily moving in terms of of, you know, going to the gym or doing it aside from going to the gym, but actually moving the body. Um, The first thing that really kind of came to my mind was just walking the track. Um, You know, there's a, my husband actually works at at a place that has a track on it. So, um, and, and just joining him around lunchtime and then we would go walk around. But what happened was, before I even made the move, and I wasn't really gun ho to make the move, um, I ended up getting into a car accident. And the car was out of commission 
for close to a month. <laughs> I literally, I literally just got the vehicle back at the very end of the month of April. But for the whole month, I was out without my vehicle. Now, you know, and then there was, there seemed to have been obstacle after obstacle that was coming up. I mean, I, I had contacted the insurance company and there was, there was a, you know, the things have like changed significantly since, you know, the pandemic has come out and I, you know, I seem to have been running into roadblock after roadblock where, you know, and I was feeling a little bit testy about it. And I was like, okay, so there, this experience is looking to get my attention. And let me just sit back and just ask, you know, generally I'm not nearly as careless as, you know, um, you know, and when it comes to driving like that, like what, what happened? And when I sat in meditation, the message that I got was, we told you to move more. We told you to get moving, that you needed to do some form of exercise. And what happened, ladies and gentlemen, was that I was being put in a place where I had to move. Like, you know, I make money with the use of my vehicle. And with my vehicle being out of commission, the way that I made money, I had to make money in alternate ways. And that alternate way had caused me to, you know, get in the car, get out the car, you know, make deliveries, get in, get back in the car, go to the next place, get out, get in the car, get out the car. I mean, there was a whole lot of physical activity going on um, in this month that I was out without my vehicle. And so, (laughs) and so I was like, okay, I, I hear you. I hear you. Let me, I, I don't want to be in a place of not being in compliance with what the divine is telling me to do. Let me just go ahead and implement this activity. So I contact my, you know, I talked to my husband and I said I came up with our idea. And then following week, um, we started, we started a regular routine where I go, where we go to the gym during his lunchtime. And we, you know, we put in a half an hour of, you know, a fitness uh, in into our routine, and we alternate it up while we're while we're at the gym. And so, the thing is, is that I could have just flown off. But again, one of the things that I think that people need to be mindful of is that when when things come up, what is being required is that you be present with the situation who you are, and, and, you know, situation, and and actually get into the root of it. Now, I will say that, you know, because I've been in practice with this particular, you know, with this particular sort of line of thinking, I kind of uh, run on automatic pilot with it. I don't really, I don't really 
think about the questions that I'm asking myself. But even when I'm having confrontations with individuals and people and I find myself being triggered, I always sort of, I always pull back and ask what is going on in that moment. What's going on with me? What's going on with them? What, what is it that, that I'm, that I'm having? And, and a lot of times, you know, especially when my intent really isn't to upset a person um, and, you know, and, and I, I just don't, you know, I don't see the need of provoking people. It's just, you know, uh, arguments I think are a waste of time, but when I come to a person who is highly reactionary, the, one of the questions that I ask myself was like, well, is this my stuff or their stuff? Because you need to stand firmly in where you are in your mindset when you are, when you are engaging with people. So is it their stuff or your stuff? If your intent, you know, in your conversation was not to provoke and all of a sudden they, they blow up at you, one of the, you know, ask yourself, well, is this my stuff or their stuff? Like this, this experience has gone awry. And if it, a lot of times when the other person is exploding, it's just that you have touched on a trigger for them. And one of the things that you can do in that particular moment is say, hey, you know, you know, it isn't my intention to be in conflict with you. You know, if I've done anything or said anything that has caused you that, you know, has caused you to be triggered, I do apologize, but I need you to re- reveal to me what that is so that, you know, we see if I could be in compliance with not doing that anymore. And, and, and there have been a few times in my lifetime where, where, again, you know, that, Again, if especially if your intention is not to provoke anybody, see because a lot of times when a lot of times when people get provoked and they you know blow up at you or blow up in that moment, and it's not necessarily about you, it's about what type of internal experience that they are having um, if you could step back. And mind you, I, and when I say this, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that this is an easy process. I'm, what I what I do know is that it's very challenging. But again, I've been at practice for this uh, for a long time. And I'll give you a for instance. There was one time, again, same business partner, and he. During the time, I, in in terms of memory, what I would do is I would listen to a person and I would repeat what they said. And a lot of times, when I'm repeating what I'm saying, what the person is saying, I'm actually anchoring in the information, so that uh, so that I, and, and I don't have to do this now. But at the time, I was. I, I was experiencing some health challenges that were that was affecting my memory, and I wanted to. And this was a way that I was compensating for it. So he blows up at me <laughs> for repeating what he was saying, and he asked me if I thought he was stupid. 
And my response to him was like, no. And I, I guess I was sort of scratching my head and like, you know, what, are, what is the problem? You know, why are you so upset? All I'm doing is repeating and you're, you're, you're yelling at me. What I came to later understand was that uh, his mother, uh, his mother used to yell at him when she would repeat what it was that she said. And she would she would yell and scream and say, you know, are you stupid? You know, are you stupid or something? Why are you repeating what I said? I said what I said. You know, something to that, uh, something to that um, effect. And <laughs> and you know, it, and we came to this place of understanding that when I did it. I was not necessarily trying to rehash an experience with his his mother. It was just that I was compensating for what was going on with my memory, and I wanted to be present and remember what it was that he was sharing with me. Uh, But again, you have to be kind of grounded in what your intention with every interaction that you're having with people. If you are looking to be in a place of a place of calm, you know, and you want to be grounded, again, meditation is the foundation upon which all of this is built upon. But it will be in a place of allowing you to deal with your own triggers. Uh own triggers and, and sort of be in a place of dismantling the you know, dismantling those things that cause you to be reactionary. When things also like okay, so someone shared with me that or in a in another setting they shared that, you know, when they could not get to a location at the time that, that they had designated, they were getting themselves all worked up and upset. And I gave thought to that. I gave thought to that. And even in a situation like that, I still remain calm. And the larger part of that is because I do, I still, I operate in a space where I know that wherever I am is where I'm supposed to be. So if there is a delay, then something is happening out there in the space that I'm in right here to wherever it is that I need to go. If there is a delay, I don't need to worry about it because nothing is going to start, nothing is going to leave, nothing is going to happen until I get there. You know, the the mindset that I operate in under is a wizard is never late and always where they're supposed to be that infinite intelligence is operating in the space of protecting me at all times. And so, and a lot of times I think that when you are in a place where you're getting triggered because you feel that you're being late or that, you know, you're not where you feel that you were, you know, supposed to be by this constructed man-made time that, 
you are literally being protected from something that you are unaware of at this moment. And, and I actually, I honestly believe that for everybody who, who that happens to, like, unless they are somebody who's just habitually late, but this, these are people who, who were on time. And generally, for the most part, I do, I am where I'm supposed to be or not at the designated, you know, time. But if there is a delay, there's a reason for that delay. I recalled years ago, I was watching the Oprah Winfrey show and there was a woman who, her normal way to get to where it was that she wanted to go she took an alternate route that was faster when she was preoccupied with getting to her location on time. And she found her shortcut, but she ended up hitting somebody and hitting somebody and, and then being in an accident and, and, and accidentally killing them in an accident. And and she actually felt and believed that she where she was was not where she was supposed to be. And she came on the Oprah show to share with people about their their mindset about time, that delays that take place are supposed to happen and she was supposed to be there. She she honestly she honestly felt that. And I I mean, I'm not, who's to say if that is necessarily what infinite intelligence wanted to share with her, but that was what she walked away with actually believing that she wasn't supposed to be there. And it made such an impression on me. I I was a teenager at the time when I saw the show, but it made such an impression on me that I decided I wasn't going to, to stress out about it. That if you are in a place of being delayed and you're a person who likes to be on time and you feel yourself getting upset, that moment is really calling you forward to be present and take inventory of what's going on and just enjoy the journey. So, you know, Tip number one, meditate. Tip number two, be in a place of asking yourself if you are in conflict with somebody or a conflict has come up, ask yourself if this is their stuff or your stuff, especially if your intention is not to upset them. And step three is to be present with the time. So be present with what you're experiencing. If you're being delayed, um, if there is, <laughs> if there is, you're you're being delayed and and you know that you're not going to necessarily make it, and that, you know, be present in that moment and ask what is what is looking to get your attention. What is it that you be, need to be mindful of? And um, number four. You know, if spirit gives you a directive <laughs> and gives you a directive, um, 
you know, be be okay when the challenges come up because the challenges are looking to dig out those roots that are within you that cause you to get upset because things have not gone their way. The universe is always working for you. <laughs> Just go ahead and listen. Uh, listen so that, you know, you don't have to just know that the challenges are going to come up. And especially if you're not listening to spirit, but anyway, that is it for today. Um, I will be coming back next Thursday and I look forward to you following me. So, um, you know, or being a part of this journey of, the power of tranquility. So if you want to get in contact with me, you can follow me, find me on Facebook under Power of Tranquility. Uh, also, you can find me on TikTok under Power of Tranquility. And you can find me on Instagram under Power of Tranquility at Power of Tranquility, all one, all run together, all one word. Um, And I look forward to sharing my journey and sharing information with you. You all have a fantabulous evening. And may peace and power follow you wherever you go. Blessings.
I am divinity 